0: Are live. hey concrete annie what's good what's good what's good honey ready to go already don't y'all come on ready to go already you just got here that's like you oh, know how you no. clock in clock in to work and just as soon as you clock in you ready to get up out of baby who listen Lucky for me, you know how like when you work from home, you don't necessarily feel like that. Even though it's work, because you're at home, you don't necessarily feel
1: like
0: I'm ready to go. <sighs> it be days where I'd be like, I don't feel like working, but I might shift the work to later on in the day. But you know, I I I, I can't go nowhere because I'm at home. I might go downstairs instead of working up in my office. So. It. I think working from home is good for your mental health. For the, for most people, some people like. Uh, uh-uh, uh I need outside stimulus, stimuli. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey people. Hey people. Hey people. What's been going on with you, girl? Same stuff, different day. It was
2: Valentine's Day yesterday, and. It was. I wasn't lonely and I had somebody to <laughs> hug on me and rub on my booty Okay, and I okay. enjoyed myself and I mm-hmm. think he enjoyed himself too and my kids okay. did they had a good time and so it was a really really um, great great day it was a really great day yesterday and so um, shout out to all the side chicks I'm so glad Curlin is in the house with me because if he had a left the house today it was going to be a fight
0: um well you've had that that situation going on for the last couple years where you haven't been lonely and had somebody to rub on your booty and all the things so
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: it was nice ladies i know y'all talking about <laughs> y'all don't want no men and f men and y'all could do bad by y'all damn self but honey i am tell you something it was a t- it was a total difference in spending it by yourself versus spending it with a man i tell y'all Listen, the truth. It's all they time. gotta do
0: is charge that rose baby charge that rose Does Go the to rose their favorite... rub on the booty now no but they can get what they need go to their favorite OnlyFans page or xxx site get them a bottle of don julio Jose Cuevo, whatever their drink of choice is, and get them their, you know, warm blanket, you know, get up under the cover and you know, make love to themselves. <laughs> Not a little self love child. Yes, there's nothing like (laughs) self love. There's no greater love than self love. I promise you there is greater love than self love. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you. You wrong. I promise you there is greater love than self love. Oh.
2: (laughs) I don't know child. I don't
0: know. I think there's greater love
2: than self love now Mm -mm -mm. let me not get off into that see you i'm the prude here
0: (laughs) no you're not don't you tell a lie don't tell a lie. here and look
2: at the you talking about self-love honey no
0: i I, i'm just encouraging women to love themselves in all ways i am not encouraging women to love
2: themselves that way get you a man honey (laughs) don't get me wrong things do things that thing does thing it does. It does mean.
0: How you <laughs> I know. know? I heard How about you know?
2: it. I heard. Mm. I read the reviews.
0: Mm-hmm. I bet you have.
2: I just. I just. I read the reviews.
0: Probably got a drawer full.
2: What am I do with
0: it? <laughs> I don't need them now. You got a mm. husband. I don't need them now. Mm. You got. A husband. I needed
2: them once before, but
0: I don't no. Need them now. People have husbands and still have drawers full. Don't. Anyway, let's because you this ain't about me. This ain't about me. Concrete let's let's move on. Listen, you going get your ass let's, away from that job. <laughs> Let's move on. Moving right along. Concrete. What
2: this ain't got nothing to do with me. What would you recommend for married people?
0: I, I i don't know I wouldn't know I mean I, I guess you got to look up a porn or something I don't, I'm not the expert you what would you well since you asked mm-hmm. let me get my notepad hold on
1: you ready mm-hmm
2: Now, I remember when you was telling me that you have to pray over the
0: deep. (laughs) What did you say? Guac, guac. Three (laughs) thousand. I'm I'm about to go (laughs) because this is not what I came here for. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> no. no, you determined to try to prove that I'm somehow not approved when we all know it's apparent that I am. Concrete. What you say, girl? The guac, guac, t- t- <laughs> that's what they be saying on TikTok. I just go with the lingo. Anyways. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, what's the next topic? We're not doing this. We not doing this. Roman King says it's been apparent how violent men can be. With mass media coverage, it's emphasizing the decline in male sanity, an unfortunate crisis. I agree, Roman King, that it is an unfortunate crisis. I also agree with the first part of your statement that this isn't new. It's been apparent how violent men can be. Um, But today, we're going to highlight it and talk about some of the underlying factors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um i did have something i got a few things so what's your first something
2: i wish i had a pulled it up um for the show i matter of fact uh i know i should pull it up because i thought it was really really interesting basically um there was this guy who um decided to buy so him and his girl were living in two different states i guess he moved Mm -hmm. his girl uh to texas um she didn't have to work he bought her um a benz Uh, she total she had totaled her car and so she was like she was just gonna get something cheap he told her Mm -hmm. to go get a benz then she saw a tesla model a tesla model x that she wanted and he said nah go get that too um they had a baby um she's been a stay-at-home wife and he's a black man. Baby, when I say them brothers got up in that man's comment section was calling him all kind of simps and clowned that man for taking mm-hmm. care of his wife, his wife, mm-hmm. and was calling him all kind of simps. She wasn't with you shooting in the gym. Um, she wasn't doing this. All she did
0: was lay on her back. Uh, honey. Wait, the wife was what color? Black. I, listen, you know, you know the the material that we've been talking about for the topic that we're doing soon. Mm-hmm. I'm stockpiling it. I see so many, so much content about it daily that it's opposite of what you speak. But let a black woman do it, and it's a problem. They act like you like you speak of. It's a whole problem.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, I, I I was sitting there in disbelief when I saw this stuff because I'm like the absolute nerve of anybody to tell another man how to run their house. But I kind of see, I, I get the hive mentality. Um, you, men want to run, if a married man chooses to run his house, whatever way. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I thought about that and I was wondering, um, did she do herself an injustice by bringing that to the public's attention, because I was like, what she did was invite jealousy and invite hate um, mm. um, to herself, but she was just um highlighting what a good man that she had in, in and- materials and in support and the way that he supported her. And I was, I was looking at, at that and I was like, oh, wow. Um, that's really dope and i wouldn't have expected so many men to have so many issues with that but there were so many men who were calling him simpson telling him he weren't ish it was so many women saying she was lying and she was bullshit and that's not what happened
0: i don't know i
2: didn't like that i didn't like that
0: the thing is why as black women can't we first of all we constantly talk about the need for more black women to highlight the good deeds that their husband do the goodness of okay. their black kings number one number two why do i have to live in the dark because for fear of people hating Number, three, i would have been shocked and dismayed at the haters being black other black men though i'm highlighting how good and awesome and wonderful my husband is damn i ain't expect black men to be the haters Girl.
3: and then
0: the other thing is women of other races do it every day all day highlight all the things that their black men do for them every day all day but as a black woman we gotta about it
2: It, it, and, and to be honest with you had a white lady come forward and had the same testimony about a black man i don't believe there is there would have been a damn thing said um mm-hmm. it's about what people think that we deserve as black women mm-hmm. if it's bottom mm-hmm. of the barrel if we gotta work our ass to the bone if we have to sweat in the field um you you, you seen them they said they, don't, they ain't doing no damn housework you seen yeah. some of them 40 percent of y'all said y'all wasn't doing no damn yeah. housework um they get with a black woman honey and they they want her to slave until she die
0: you ain't and
2: lying. i'm like um so if she wants to be a traditional wife a traditional mother which she had her child with him that was her husband and he was taking care of her and he could afford her to be a stay-at-home wife what business is it of anybody else's why exactly. would any man have an issue with what a man wants to do for his woman
0: Child, why is that your business? Let alone, why would you be jealous and hating on it? Like, get your weight up so you can do it for your husband. I mean, your wife, whether she be black, orange, or purple. Mm, that part.
2: Um, Shout out to Eugene Steele. He said, have you ever heard of Galentine's Day? Yeah. Um, I've heard of it. And I used to be the president of the club until I found mm. my man. And now I feel great. And everybody should join
0: us. Listen, Not me and Carlin,
2: but y'all should get a man too. That's what
0: I'm <laughs> so. As a married woman, do you think like married women should can still celebrate Valentine's Day with their girlfriends? No. <laughs> I wanted to do a little Valentine's Day uh, celebration with my single girlfriends, just because, like, like my best friend you is single. No, but my best friend is single, and like, and then I was seeing all the Valentine's Day celebrations. It's really, really the reason is like to show my friends how much I love them. Like, not about wanting to be single, to show love and appreciation for my friends, and like, oh, you're, and then because we don't celebrate Valentine's Day, more like, oh, you're single and alone on today, but I love you, type of thing. Never mind. Anyways.
2: Is that shit weird? Is it me? Am, am I tripping y'all? I'm not tripping. What's right? weird about
0: wanting to show your <laughs> friends love, knowing that they're going to be all single and alone, not on Valentine's Day. Typically, Galentine's Day celebrations are before Valentine's Day. So showing your friends like that you're still loved. like You don't have to feel sad or you know depressed or lonely around this holiday because you have a core group of friends who love you. i think it's sweet and thoughtful i would love if my friends did that for me and for me if i yeah
2: okay so i think it's weird um i think your friends have you every day outside of the major holidays um and so if valentine's day is on tuesday i would be like girl let's get together on saturday and let's do brunch or something um help me find a gift for my man and let me see if i if my man got some friends like i could hook you up so you won't be lonely and sitting here looking <laughs> crazy and expecting me to come over here and celebrate your lonely ass because bitch, if you had a man you wouldn't even be worried about it if you had a man you wouldn't even think about me celebrating that girl i would have cursed you out for even having a thought process to come celebrate no because why would you want have to come celebrate with me when you got the man and you have go over there and be with your man and then let, let them figure it out because girl i think valentine's like day
0: is not celebrated on valentine's day first off so it's not to be celebrated on valentine's day a valentine's day celebration like I, you you celebrate it prior to so maybe if valentine's day is on tuesday we i would celebrate friday evening i do a valentine's day celebration with my girlfriend I call it that and then also why i know my girlfriends i ain't hooking y'all up with nobody i ain't gonna do that to them Mm -mm. (laughs) no i'ma just let you know i I love you you
2: know what though concrete i'm gonna be honest I think you need to let your friends revel in their singlehood because the uh, the more that they understand that you busy and you got a man and how men keep you occupied, they would probably try to do the same thing or understand how men, like when a man has come into your life and has changed your life for the better, I think they'll kind of get the hint like, you know what? I, if I had a man, I wouldn't even be thinking about, like, I, I don't know if they were thinking about it. I was like, girl, come on
0: now with us. Probably no, not. I, but this, this was growing. me. This was my own thinking. And my friends um been revel- reveling in their singlehood for years, years, <laughs> baby. They didn't had a long time to revel in that singlehood. <laughs> yeah,
2: they were still be there fucking with me because be <laughs> i be mean, like, you yeah. I
0: got the go, honey. They are. I don't. I don't get to hang and chill with my friends often so you don't because every week you know you don't don't even i guess i just have a lot so it'll be like i might be hanging with this friend and then i have a friend yeah it's just and they're not friends so yeah oh 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 see me and black wizard we be here Mm -hmm. i love my friends like my friends i said that before like my friends are people that i got to choose to be in my life like i want them to know that they're loved i'm constantly thinking about them and want them to feel special because i truly love my friends
2: i love my friends too but baby anytime that it's getting close to some um and i'm gonna be honest with you so surrounding valentine's Day because this is going this is our uh third valentine's day but it's our second married mm-hmm. um valentine's day last year you already know it went down it was huge last year for me of course so i make it a point to like i i want Curlin to have like the most special gifts yada 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 mm-hmm. and so the days leading up to valentine's day i'm still looking for shit for him to make sure it shit is absolutely perfect or whatever i have planned for him is going to be absolutely perfect mm-hmm. not shit out of place and i got him what what i would you know what i'm saying so like i, I wouldn't even personally i didn't even have time like if it was like a week, yeah. girl it's been hella busy so nah and then like i feel like anything surrounding holidays like valentine's day especially
0: valentine's day nah girl i holler at you yeah. the week after like girl it's not like i don't celebrate valentine's day with my husband so for me it's different like also like gas and talking about i want to be single again my husband does not celebrate valentine's day that's not like i'm not taking away from anything that we have it's not a lover's day for us because he does not celebrate valentine's day we don't celebrate valentine's day together so i wouldn't be taking away from like i literally typically like i for on valentine's day like i We did something before Valentine's Day because like I was you know, being a baby about it, but like all the, we've been together for almost, we've been together for now now five years we've been together Um, and we don't celebrate Valentine's Day, we never have, but on Valentine's Day, I was doing drop-offs, dropping off gifts to my daughters, popping up at their jobs, surprising them with gift baskets, letting them know, you know, that they're loved, like, because I like doing that for people and my daughters are my people, so I want them to feel special, but I I would do it for my friends too
2: you popped up at your friend's jobs with flowers and shit. no but i would
0: like i would like if i had Why like you ain't if my, doing this year because my friend works an hour and a half away and oh, her okay. schedule is very sporadic but i would have you know popped up with flowers or something at her job but she works an hour and a half away both of my daughters their jobs are within 30 minutes of me and within 10 minutes of each other so uh-huh. it was very convenient for me to be able to do that, but she works an hour and a half in another completely other direction, and then she's PRN, so she's on call. So I never and it, it would I wouldn't have been able to surprise her. I never know when she's working. Got gotcha. you, got gotcha,
2: you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to MGTOW University says Happy Side Chick Valentine's Day.
0: Um, yeah, they getting it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah
2: uh and shout out to mr curlin he says come on now it was a flex low key or high key um yeah it was i think
0: he's talking about the woman who um talked about what her what her husband and all the things that he was doing for her and it was flex. yeah but are
2: you allowed to flex without people um having something to say and i don't think i think if you flex anything people are gonna have something to say about it so um shout out to black wizard and he says i get you c-rolls but let them ladies mail valentines to themselves honey
0: when you were in school did y'all have um These we used to have these like lollipops and I can't remember that what they were but you got to surprise people and like you could um, send them like it was a lollipop telegram like and you could send people Okay, I used to do that for my friends because I wanted them to feel special. Like, I have a thing about making sure that my friends always know how special they are, how loved they are. Like, I stress myself out. My best friend last month was her milestone birthday. Like, I literally felt like I was going to have an aneurysm leading up to it because I took on all of the stress of planning it, seeing it through, you know, um, do everything for it. I was everything for it. And it was so stressful. Like it was extremely stressful, but and you know, I paid up you know for her caterer that was my gift to her, and it was very expensive, that was the largest cost of anything. But I I wanted my friend to feel special and loved, and you know, that and I was sick at the time too, but still, like, that's who I am as a person, and I want my friends to do the same thing for me, so yeah. Interesting, next year I'm gonna mail them though. but um you got some more because otherwise I got I got a few topics child that I want to talk about. No, girl, go ahead,
2: go ahead, go ahead.
0: Okay. Go ahead. So it's it's so much that's been going on. Let me see. David, look, look at BK. Let me, <laughs> but, me too. <laughs> they will be there when these men leave, y'all. Listen. Mm-hmm. 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 Tell it. Tell it. Tell it BKS? tell it. Where he going tell it, tell it. <laughs> child i don't know I already put the root on them look okay i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. (laughs) i want to know what you think about like how far or how much will you deal with from a mother-in-law baby because i be seeing people now we all know who mama d is mama d is scrappy's mama baby i deserve and um scrappy (laughs) and bambi recently broke up, separated and um, Bambi came out with a whole rap about scrap as a result of it. Yes, um, she be a freestyle? if you will and mama d has some negativity to say about it but they've always had a tumultuous relationship so much so that i think Mammy wouldn't let her see that the kids the three children that she has with scrappy and i wanted to know from you if you know about their whole situation and if so what your thoughts are and it's also like as a woman as a married woman how much are you willing to deal with from a mother-in-law because maybe i have probably some controversial views on mother-in-laws that people ain't gonna necessarily like
2: um i think it is important to set proper boundaries with everybody that you deal with but Mm -hmm. there are some things that you and your husband need to have in place your you and your husband need to have in place um because your husband should also set a standard for how your mother-in-law treats you um I can't ever say that I've been in a situation where um, Kerlin's mom, that it has been anything tumultuous or anything out of pocket. The man has to kind of set the tone for that. And if you're dealing with a mama's boy from Mama D, and you're dealing with that type of um energy from him and and then if he's a mama's boy and he letting your mama run all over y'all be all up in your business he's not handling business um it's a no it's a no it's a no deal for me um because your mama need to know her place and and then with all this social media shit, bambi was corny as hell for dropping a song about the like grow up Mm -hmm. but you got kids um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then for the simple fact that Mama D and um, Bambi have been having this tumultuous relationship for years, for years, um, Scrappy should have been checked Mama D, Scrappy should have uh, explained that that is my wife, that's not my girlfriend, that's not no bitch that I'm just kicking it with, that is my Mm -hmm. wife, and he should have set the standard for that. Scrappy never set the standard. Mama D and ran all over the place. In turn, um, if they are not getting along and then um, Bambi is going back and forth with her, um, a certain things too is like, you ain't going to disrespect my mama too hard either. But, but um, the wife and husband, the husband and wife um, should be first. And everybody else falls after. When you allow your mother to think that she's an equal in y'all's relationship, you're going to have fucking problems. It's just going to be what it is. You're going to have problems. Mm -mm.
0: Um... I agree wholeheartedly. And I absolutely think that it's the husband's job to check the the um mother. Um we hear these horror stories about first of all, there's a whole baby. Let me tell you something. I just love TikTok. There's like rabbit holes I'd be going down, but there's a whole side of like mother-in-law TikTok where these women be telling these horror stories about the stuff that their mother-in-laws put them through. Baby, it is a nightmare, mostly palm-colored women. And because, you know, sister ain't really going for it, but it'd be palm colored women and these mother-in-laws be giving them hell. And I'd be like, ain't no way in the entire world that I would be willing to deal with that. And then it'd be like to the point where the mother-in-laws, then they get upset when these women have children and they're not permitting them to have a relationship with their children or they get older and they don't want to take them in or take be a caregiver to them but it's like you made that bed so for me personally um your mama don't get to disrespect me not that i would ever disrespect her but i will quickly cut her off i don't have the same you know um i don't have the same love and adoration that you have for your mom, she raised you and you should love her and respect her. And I would never encourage you to do otherwise, but I don't have the same love and commitment that you have to her. So if she disrespects me and it's an ongoing thing, and she can't respect my position in your life as wife, then I will cut her off without question without fail and never speak to her again and with that said um she won't be able to visit our home she doesn't get to disrespect me but frequent our home and then i get get to be uncomfortable in our home because your mom is you know can't let go of the fact that or can't accept the fact that you've married and that you're a grown man no but that that ain't gonna work for me I, i just wouldn't be able and you know i just find those type of situations very interesting and for the most part i I blame the son, 100%. Absolutely.
2: Scrappy mm-hmm. has 100% responsibility because Scrappy yeah. did not set a tone from mm-hmm. jump. And then let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it all the way a book. We know what the hell Mama D been out there doing. Mama mm-hmm. D can't check no, girl. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and then the fact that it's been happening for so many years. Uh, to where y'all have been going back and forth or um mama d does messy stuff on social media to get a rise With out his of exes and all type yeah. of stuff like, in there and i'm like so
0: your punk ass ain't gonna say nothing you ain't gonna say baby, nothing. But that's my mama that, but that's my mama i get what you saying but that's my wow. mama <laughs> you better check your mama <laughs> mm. come on now I wouldn't even, to be to be real, I wouldn't date a mama's boy. Mm, uh, no, a, I, I don't
2: think that's a safe bet. It's not uh, a safe bet. Mm, mm, Imagine you trying to mm, date and then mm, he trying to get his mama permission. If, if my mama... If my mama like
1: you, then we could be together. When
0: I detect that you a mama's boy, your mama always in the business. You got to go over your mama. Can't nobody make macaroni like mama. Can't nobody make tater pie like mama. Can't nobody make roast like mama. You want to go over mama house every Sunday for dinner. Baby, I ain't able. You go live with mama. You go back to mama's basement because this ain't going to work for me. Girl, no. No. the lord the bible leave. says "Leave." you're supposed to leave your, your mother's house and cleave unto your wife not no you 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 won't be able to have two wives you can't have me and mama you're gonna have to pick and choose and most of those men are going to pick mama so i ain't even gonna stay or stick around for it it just wouldn't work for me mm. mm-hmm.
2: yeah girl that that's that's too yeah. much
0: mm-hmm. um yeah that, that's way but, too much Mm-hmm. Um, I did have something else I wanted to ask you about. Now, I saw where um I'm not sure who this guy is. He's an Afrobeats artist, I believe but this gentleman was on the breakfast club and him and Nene were talking with Charlemagne the god and they got into a conversation about africans and like the difference between africans and african americans and how they treat their women and i've constantly heard men well nigerians say this or no not just nigerians a lot of women say that there's a big difference between how Nigerians treat their women and African-American men. And I've heard a lot of women say that, African-American women say that once they started dating Nigerian men, that they can't go back to dating African-American men. That the treatment is 10 times better, that they spoil you, give you what you want, and all the things. And I wanted to know, you know, prior to of course being married if or and or just like through ex you know your friends experiences and just hearing other women speak about it um if you believe that there's any truth to this and what are your thoughts on the subject
2: um i have never dated an african man i've never dated an african man um the now i have dated a smidgen outside of my race um, and the guy I dated a, a guy that was uh half Japanese and half black, and okay. then I dated a guy that was Dominican. Um, yeah, and that's been they were uh halfway decent, you know, because sometimes it was uh-huh. me, child. Um, I dated a guy from Trinidad and it was him, he would look crazy, but other than that, no, I've never dated an African, so okay. I, I can't even speak on it. What about you? <laughs>
0: Okay, so so okay. Growing up, I grew up in a um, a town, so we didn't. There weren't any Africans that lived in the town. But once I got to be like a teenager, we would go to like we would go to Chicago. We would go um, back to like Milwaukee. We would go to other towns like in the Midwest, cities in the Midwest that were like major cities. We'd go, to, you know, Minnesota, different places, and you know, we um, there. We would, you know, see Africans and meet Africans and there became like some stigmas that were associated with Africans. And those stigmas were like that they were too so as black women, like we didn't like how persistent they were. And so that was a turnoff to us. So I had always been like, oh uh, uh-uh, Africans. Mm-mm, they too you know they they too parched so um we never would go but when I moved here and when I became single um there was an African man that um he was a um he was a computer engineer um and he worked for he was a he worked for a company that did some work for the company that I worked for. And he was very nice. And um, at first glance, I didn't know that he was African. Um, and so I started talking to him. And immediately upon talking to him, I was like, oh, OK, he, he has an accent. And I realized and recognized that he was. So I talked to him briefly for a short period of time. And um, I he was Nigerian and i went out on like two dates with him and it just was not a match for me i prefer to date african-american men if i do not date like if i'm not with an african-american man it would probably it would have to be a west indian man because there our cultures are so closely linked um uh, i not say i would rule out an african man i would you know but that would be like after <laughs> So I, I say all that to say I have heard, and I do know women who have date. Oh, I know women who dated African men, and they do say they're generous. They do say that they're generous, but that a lot of ish comes with it. And Nini was even speaking on this in the interview that okay, they're generous, but they also are can be controlling. Like they want they want to run stuff. So it ain't just like oh. I'm going to spoil you. And they are going to have a multiple women. So, yeah, they 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 may spoil you. But there's a lot that's going to come with that. And, like, a Black woman's attitude can oftentimes be a problem for some of these men, from my understanding. Yeah,
2: I've heard that they're um, super-duper controlling. And, um, yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Um, a shout out to Gaston's World, he said, is it the same for women and their mothers and parents? Wait, um, what is that referring to? When we were talking about the uh, being a mama's boy and letting your oh. mom run a, oh. or letting your dad run the relationship. Mm. Um I, Universe, I- stop fronting. You ain't had <sighs> like, boy... <sighs>
0: I think it could be the same for, I mean, a man can say, you know, you too close to your parents, your parents too involved too. Yeah. It could be the same for a woman. Shout out to
2: Tam. Uh, Tam says, she says she just dropping off for lunch or contributing to the emergency fund. Now, Tam, I don't know if you'd have looked at the camera and seen me a concrete ass like to eat, honey. (laughs) <laughs> Baby,
0: listen. My <laughs> zuzus and <laughs> wham I need my zuzus and wham whales. Tim said, go get a happy meal and a little fries child
2: That's what <laughs> Tim said. Go get your little fries, honey. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tim. We appreciate you, honey. Um, but yeah, child, uh, Mick sit down, honey. You ain't had nobody yeah. cook for you in forever, honey. You you wouldn't even know nothing about that. We ain't even <sighs> speaking all. the same language, honey. You don't know nothing about <laughs> nobody cooking for you. you. You don't even know of such what is that?
0: What is that? <laughs> At, all. that. At all. Period. Um who was that down there telling that ladder down like Africans? That's not true. That is not true. I don't have it. I, I'm a pan-Africanist. Um, I love all black people across the diaspora. I just prefer to date within my tribe.
2: So, yeah. Girl, they was in the comments calling you a squirrel, honey, and I was like, Woo child. <laughs> Baby, where y'all get that from?
0: <laughs> like, Baby, you say it's... have something, honey, and they ah,
1: oh, squirrel, squirrela. squirrela
0: oh my gosh you see how they do okay i got one more thing one more thing one more thing to share (laughs) so did you see uh the interview that angela yee did with ray j no and i'm glad i didn't (laughs) (laughs) why do i always find stuff because it tries it makes me seem like i'm the nasty one Anyways, so I came My across best <laughs> as you is. <wish. laughs> Don't put that off on me, Ricky Bobby. Listen, I Country, came... <laughs> you find oh, wow. I came across this clip of Angela Yee talking to Ray J. Oh my word (laughs) Oh, You're just trying to make it seem like I believe you've seen it You just don't want to cop to it Because you want me to seem like I'm the one No girl, if I had seen it (laughs) I would have been like, concrete, oh my god I know you've seen this already (laughs) But no girl, I haven't seen it Anyways, so She comes across this And I thought about the fact how we keep talking about Like how these artists keep oversharing And I don't know what's provoking And he decided to share about a moment when, um, you know, he was um, engaging in an act with a woman and he was in the trunk of the car. And, you know, an explosion happened. And so (laughs) an explosion happened all over him. And I was like, why do these artists keep oversharing? Like, I, you know, this isn't about me pulling it up because for some it's like some kink or something I'm interested in I just put it up to highlight that artists keep oversharing and that it's not just the women oversharing about things they into or things that they've done in the bedroom that the male artists are also oversharing and this is just another example of these artists oversharing so that was it that's it I'm done Go ahead, child. Knock yourself
2: out. I want you to take it off the screen.
1: Go, <laughs> go on. Oh, no. Concrete.
0: Don't try to make it out to seem like something it's not. Don't.
1: That's
0: not <laughs> Don't. what I was gonna say.
2: That's okay. not what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. I think you should use your Google search and search for new things, <laughs> like a like the Lord. <laughs> Cause what shows up in my alcohol <laughs> and what show up in your alcohol.
4: <laughs> Honey, it's the algorithm.
2: The algorithm is sending you what you're interested in. I don't know. That's what they. That's what they
0: say. The algorithm. That's do. not true. Stuff, that is. They say that. Lady, go, that is I'm not. not no. You. It's uh-uh. not your fault. It's not your fault. It's the algorithm. That fault. is not true. I promise. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Concrete, anyway, it will pop up with concrete. No. I follow the shade room, and that ain't even pop up on my timeline. Listen, I don't, I don't know, how know how I. F- Listen. <laughs> don't try to <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm not. I'm around your arms. <laughs> Ain't no telling what the hell are you gonna do when you get off. No. I'm not into that type of. I stuff.
2: don't kink shame, but I'm such a prude.
0: I don't believe in kink shaming. I think I people can like what they like, shaming. but I just am very just you know one dimensional hmm is that a game you see the play? glasses you see the glass
2: i ain't gonna lie i like to play se- sexy librarian too concrete i get you
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Whatever>.
2: <laughs> shout out to grinch Hey, Grant. He says, <laughs> he says concrete too. Wow. What was you doing with that African jungle?
0: <laughs> listen. Calamari we in the
2: safari. <laughs> Girl,
0: you a we a- didn't even get there. And that does not make me a swirler. How if you date an African, are you a swirler? Come on now. Don't. Kid clouds. See how y'all be making <laughs> stuff up. Like Y'all take stuff and run with it, baby. Yeah, listen. Run. <laughs> run. Do you keep the glasses on? <laughs> no, I'm no, saying everybody no. wants to know.
2: Do you keep the glasses on? That's that's <laughs> not a that's not a bad question. Do you? Nobody keep the wants
0: to on? know nothing. We, we want. Get out of, of, here. of <laughs> here. We want to know. Get out of here. Let me ask the poll question. Does Kanye?
2: Conc- <laughs> <laughs>
0: D-Mac, don't play with me. This ain't a pro-black one. Don't even. Mm -mm. That's one thing y'all don't even have to worry about. Ew, Grinch, don't do that. Mm -mm. It's a poll question (laughs) up, (laughs) y'all. I'm going to make some poll questions about you. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. That's what I'm going to do. Midtown, we already had one when we did our um, anniversary show. We already Uh, had one. You see how she did them glasses. (laughs) Girl, UFO kamikaze got you. He said concrete rolls. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) listen. Okay, let's get off into the topic. So, we're talking about the fragile mental state of Black men uh, regarding the MSU, Michigan State University mass shooting. Ooh. Oh, mm-mm. um, Mick, that was back in October.
2: <sighs> Y'all had oh, me up here
0: taking shots, 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 shots.
2: We already got eighty-three a- percent of the people said you keep the glasses on, child.
0: <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> whatever. That's two, two people, <laughs> two people. Um, so about, about, um, black men in their fragile mental state. This is not an attack on black men. I already saw in the comments black men getting defensive and feeling some type of way and how is it already how are we already directing the conversation towards black men? I think that this conversation is warranted. I think that with seeing this type of um with seeing you know black men becoming increasingly, um, their mental health increasingly declining with Black men becoming, some Black men, in, spe- in these specialized cases, becoming increasingly explosive with the increase in suicide race in Black men and you know, um, amongst other evidence that um, has come out via the CDC, Pew Research, and other studies that have been done that are widely accepted. Um, this warrants a conversation about the mental health of Black men, their mental state, and um, some of the underlying factors. So this is not meant to be an attack on Black men, but you know, I think that is something that we need to talk about. And I think we should start off by Talking about what happened at Michigan State. Um, but before we do that, Danny, did you have anything to add?
2: Um, so you do have people, um, who are saying that you are accusing black men of being one big nigger and They don't want to be thought of I guess like that. They want you to separate black men um every time so (laughs) Meaning, um, they want you to um, individualize Black men every time they do something bad. So if one Black man does A, B, C, D, then that should be on that Black man and that Black man only. That should not be on a whole community of Black men because that was one Black man that did the bullshit. Just one, just one the problem that i have with this individualized shit when it comes down to black women nobody is quick to say that that's that one black woman as opposed to saying that that's our culture and that's our community mm,
0: mm, but i don't know oh, no. Mm, oh okay, no okay you took the words out of my mouth you took the uh, words uh, that, out that's, of my mouth.
2: That's, that's that's all i'm saying mm. we can say okay 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 mm. that's one black man Mm-hmm. That's one black man. And keep in mind, there's definitely an increase of violence that's going on with, uh, no, I'm not even going to say black men, I'm going to say black people. But today to focus is specifically on y'all because um, people have not, Uh, as far as we know, black women have not committed any mass shootings. As far as we know. Now, if you're talking about them children, shit like that, we'll talk about that. We're going to get to that. we definitely going to get to that. But um specifically when it comes down to violence and uh mass shootings and shit like that there's definitely an increase as it pertains to black men it's, it's just what it is and it's not made up it's just what it is so
0: okay so um i do think that i think that that's a fair argument for black men to say that we don't want to be looked upon as a monolith one big ninja um the the core argument for me is going to be, wait, y'all want to see Black women as one big B, as one big whore, as one big ratchet, as one big thought, but y'all don't want to be seen as one big ninja. One fair shake deserves another, but I still think that that's a fair argument. However, we know that the whole of society will view black men as a monolith. So you can make that argument, you know, all you want, but we know that in reality, society, in you know, media, the world, the globe will see you guys uh, in a monolithic light. Um, so you know, I get it but at the end of the day and not only that there are some issues that we could talk about and related to what happened and that do affect black men in in general we can talk like mental health mental health stress anxiety and the like do affect black men the group as a whole and That's not something that we should ignore. We shouldn't because, you know, this one black man, man, and in this instance, did the ultimate. You know, he did something that was extremely egregious, you know, absolutely deplorable. Yes, most black men aren't going to commit such an act, but still, you know, most black men, not most black men, there's a growing number of black men. That do end up in a similar situation to this man in the fact that they take their lives. And he passed away in the same fashion. He took his life. And there's a likelihood that um, his situation, his his circumstance played a part in him getting to that point. So, it is still something that we should address and talk about. And the question was asked when was the last school shooting by a black man prior to this? To my knowledge, it was the UVA shooting, which was two months ago in on uh, December eighth, the University of Virginia football shooting where that foot where the guy went on the bus, he they went on the field trip together and they came back from the field trip and he unloaded on all them black football players all black men football players all on the bus with the teacher they had just had a wonderful field trip and come back and i think they went to see some black exhibit or a black play um uh one of the women one of the young girls who was on the bus remarked that it was a wonderful experience it was all black students and that she felt connected to all of them that they were on the bus singing having a good time and for it to culminate in such a tragic event was absolutely awful so to my knowledge that was the incident that that's the incident that i know of that happened prior to this so two months another college shooting that took the lives of multiple people and it's something you- to talk about. It's grow. This is happening at a growing rate. Like it's not something to sweep under the rug until it's happening every week. Like, why would we ignore this?
2: Um, I was gonna ask um to um uh <laughs> well I had a question, but I-, I actually did pull up an article from Newsweek, and um I would like to present. And um, see what you guys think about
0: this. While you're doing that, can I say something really quickly? Absolutely um the thing is why are you guys taking this like a personal attack we haven't said anything to offend this is not an attack on black men y'all saying oh i see what game y'all playing oh asian shoot up club like asians are not my people i'm not having conversations with asians i'm having conversations with black men like this is not meant to tear anybody down like real talk i'm not coming here trolling like like seriously i i'm being sincere, what, what, like, why is this something to be offended by having a conversation? I'm talking about, we haven't even gotten into it. And you guys are already on guard, defensive, upset, mad, saying that, you know, we're doing something wrong to have a conversation. I'm literally pleading my case as to why it makes sense to have the conversation and y'all offended.
2: Um, let me just say this. Um, you have a lot of men that do want revenge against black women, and while I don't think that's our audience, I don't think our audience wants revenge on us. You do have some, and I think that you guys do yourselves a disservice to ignore. Um, when people were saying that they want to see black women suffer, they want to see women suffer, they want to see women down in the dirt, they want to see women dying in a pool of their own excrement. If they fucking with Pookie and Ray Ray, that's where they deserve to diet. Um certain things I feel like uh should be taken into consideration. You know, I don't feel like exactly. it's the whole story, but it's definitely something to be talked about.
0: Give us an opportunity to at least present the discussion and you're don't minimize it and say it's only two think about also black men who have gone into these factories and shot them up think about black men who have you know gone postal black men who have taken out the lives of their wives there was the black man who was a neurosurgeon who took out his wife and his girlfriend like literally we're talking about a rise and increase in mass violence by black men that's what we're talking about a rise and increase in mass violence at the hands of black men as a result of them suffering the trauma the and it, it, a lot of times it ends in them taking out their own lives. They're suffering. They're in pain. They're crying out. Even if it's not you, there might be a sign. There might be something that you notice with somebody that you know, maybe a conversation can be had. Maybe there's some way that you can intervene or help somebody to get help or aid somebody in or or convince somebody to go talk to someone. Um, ooh, so... Let me get to this
2: article so this article was um written in 2022 um july 5th 2022 to be exact and this is by adam b coleman and he is author of black victim to stop black victim to stop to black victor um and founder of wrong speak publishing so He says, throughout this year, we've had many heartbreaking mass shooting events that took the lives of too many innocent people. These now include yesterday's Independence Day mass shooting event in Highland Park, Illinois. Within within hours, mainstream media was examining the shooter's personal life and political social media on both sides were attempting to decipher his political motivations as if they needed to be the one as if there needed to be one to carry out such a heinous act um he said the mass shootings the mass shootings the mass shooting events invigorate our political establishment to find legislative solutions whether you agree with their solutions or not isn't the point the point is rather that these events motivate people with power and influence to advocate for solutions to prevent them from happening again because they view events like these as being abnormal and refuse to normalize them. But this instinct is not to normalize gun violence isn't applied equally. The truth is we've already normalized it in certain sectors of our society. So when you talk about gang violence um, and gang culture That's definitely a thing that's normalized in our society, and I think it's to a point where it's so normalized. Like if you hear about something, you might think about that shit while you're hearing about it, while you're reading it for a little bit, and then you go on with your daily life. Especially if it's if it isn't something close to home, you know, we all kind of look at it, niggas, me and niggas, and we don't talk about it. We don't really talk about it. So the guy goes on to say he says the elephant in the room is that mass shootings happen all the time um in cities across the country they just happen in poor and low income black neighborhoods and all too many americans are perfectly fine with this state of affairs as long as they aren't personally experiencing it i've seen countless television interviews after mass shootings in suburbia and small town america The people interviewed as well as the interviews always seem to say the same thing. This isn't supposed to happen here. They are saying this because they cherish what had been their high expectation of safety, even in a world where danger exists. No, okay. It says no one says that about the south side of Chicago or the streets of Philly. And too many of us have become comfortable with that tacit understanding that it is supposed to happen there, if only because it does so, so often. It does so often. Um, He says, my question to Americans is, should there be any place in America where shootings are supposed to happen? Have we lowered our expectations for the lives of black people that we've normalized black death when it results from interracial conflict? You you see this all too often, like a mass shooting at a Texas school that was barely covered because it was a black school or the shooting in Sacramento Sacramento that got momentary attention until the media and political class realized it was gang related. And the narrative quickly shifted from the event being the abnormal type of mass shooting to the acceptable gang related violent conflict between black men. How is this acceptable? I believe Americans have been lulled into feeling indifferent when it comes to violence in poorer black neighborhoods because there doesn't appear to be a tangible solution or progress. After decades of little to no change in certain neighborhoods across the country, we've accepted their status as permanently stagnant and subpar outcomes. With this acceptance, we've brought into seeing some American life as being more expendable than others depending on their jurisdiction class circumstance and yes their race six innocent people shot dead in a nightclub in a majority black neighborhood should be equally as troubling as six innocent people shot dead in a suburban mall um the violent death of innocent americans shouldn't be a political issue but a human issue. We should not normalize the detrimental outcomes by giving, giving in to our habit of being pessimistic about change in particular jurisdictions in our country. We should also not allow ourselves to view death in young innocent bystanders as we do watch, when watching the news stories of a catastrophic event halfway across the world, not my problem. It is our problem and ignoring it won't make it go away or get any better. I refuse to see any American as collateral damage to our societal pessimism and neither should you. End article. So that man actually kind of laid it all the way out um, because there is a thing to where it is kind of normalized with black people. Um, and these things actually happen more often than we we give credence to. Um, they don't even classify. Um, if somebody comes and shoot up a club, that's not even classified as a mass shooting. They don't even give that shit any attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody came and shot up uh, Big Daddy's, and now everybody's dead. And um, yeah, so Barbara, what what's going on with the weather? And that's how we treat. That's how it's treated. And I feel like even in this space, that's also how it's treated because then if you talk about mass shooting, if you talk about mental health of Black men, oh, you guys are attacking us. Oh, you guys think that we're not shit. Oh, you, no, but there's some things that y'all have to be, um, that y'all have to be, y'all gonna have to, we gonna have to address. We gonna have to talk about it. We have to get to it. I agree.
0: And the thing, even with Kit Clouds, like saying, I literally highlighted how it's likely not you guys. You're here listening to this conversation and being a part of it. The person who is angry and who is enraged isn't going to want to sit here and listen to it. I said, but you might know somebody. You might be able to help someone else. You may be able to encourage someone to seek help. And he still personalized it and said, now all of us about to be looked at as monsters. Now all of us are the boogeyman and yada yada yada. Like literally what we're saying is going straight over their heads. And you know what this ties back to? It ties back to a lot of the articles and the information that I read regarding how Black men aren't socialized to, you know, be emotionally intelligent, how they're not socialized to have conversations about uh, surrounding mental health. And this is to to, through no fault of their own. This is not in even a slight against Black men. This is because of the way that Black men are raised, thinking that they have to always have this bravado and that it's not cool to show emotions, and that if you do, oh, you weak, you a PUSSY, and they're being berated when they do try to talk about their feelings, when they do try to show emotions. The women in their life, the, the the their support system, the people that's supposed to love them, um, literally come down hard on them when they have try to have conversations surrounding how they feel, surrounding their emotions. They are laughed at, they're scoffed, they you know, their um their feelings are minimized, and all the things. They're not, there's not an environment that fosters conversations about your emotions that fosters you know um you building confidence and speaking about your emotions how you're feeling that day encourages you to kind of um feel you know what you're feeling and express that like so it's not their fault but trying to have this conversation is very reminiscent of an article that i read specifically about um the book that bell hooks wrote when she was kind of highlighting a lot of the struggles that black men go through with speaking about mental health it's it's so real and so apparent
2: um shout out to mgtow universe he says not y'all specifically but black men been here long enough to know that the associated press will spin this into another reason why people should be scared of niggas um the that the thing is is that being that black men aren't a monolith um and let's say you have somebody who may not look like the typical pookie or ray ray that does something like this um they will definitely spend that into something they will definitely spend that into something um because he's not like a pookie or ray ray um and then i think the last two even with the guy that was was the guy at uv um an older man i believe he was Mm -hmm. a middle-aged he was a student he was 21. wasn't there one that just happened with another middle-aged msu he was 40 43. yeah it was another one too though
0: oh i don't know about any other not a college shooting where it was not a college but it was a match. oh i don't know possibly yeah but you know what this reminds me of and bell hooks absolutely i don't typically it was an article that just simply talked about her book amongst other books that talked about the struggles that black men have she is a misandrist i agree but i wanted to also talk about something real quick you remember kid cuddy came out and he how he had been struggling with depression and suicidal ideations which is a tough tough thing for a man let me tell you something any man that comes out and expresses that like you are strong like that 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 takes strength bravery bravery that 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 many in this world will never know to come publicly and talk about having those type of dark thoughts, um, you gotta be a warrior. You're at war and at battle with the mental, and that is a very tough battle. So I commend anybody who's able to do that. And like I, I tip my hat to them and literally I view them as having a warrior spirit and just in a very special light and just, you know, nobody can tell me anything about them anyways i say all that to say i remember when Kit cuddy did that and so for a while there was a hat that came out and it was like you good bruh or you good man or something like that and it was black men checking in on other black men and let me tell you something that warmed my heart i love black men and to see black men just like just checking in on other black men i saw something recently where black men have a healing circle it is okay for black men to be vulnerable i Absolute. I have no place even being able to be privy to the vulnerability of black men. But I saw pictures or video of just, and they didn't show the intimate details of the healing circle, but they were just meeting and just about to start the healing circle. And it was just such a beautiful thing. I wish that for every black man, that they have a place that they could be vulnerable. But anyways, that hashtag was such a beautiful thing. But what it makes me think about is how fickle we are the hashtag came and it went this was 2015 16 17 like time frame but it only lasted for a few months and then we seen something like what's happening to kanye and although we see kanye and he goes on his rants like this is a person that's unwell i'm gonna tell you something i don't judge an unwell person harshly if an unwell person tells me um you know you suck I'm not going to judge them in the same way that I'm judging someone that I know is within their right mind that's telling me that I suck. But we judge Kanye so harshly and we're so cruel to him and and wishing ill on him and all type of things. Like and we're the same people that want to preach that we want people to do well and we care about people's mental health. We really don't. If they as soon as they say something or do something that offends us, our care for their mental health goes out the freaking window. But this is an opportunity where we see somebody publicly spiraling and we'll taunt them, we tease them, we we harass them and all the things. And I wish that we were better, that we were better as a people about caring for one another and making space for one another and allowing people to heal without interfering without without um with just giving them the space to heal without infringing upon their their rights their rights
2: um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, they only care when Black lives can help with the leftist agenda to t- disarm the population. Before mm-hmm. that, when Black on Black crime was addressed, it was only
0: uh, a few obfuscation. Obfuscation. Obfusc- say that. for obfusc- ob- I don't even. I can't even say it. It sounds sounds good to me. <laughs>
2: obfuscation baby. obfuscation obfuscation
0: baby that's a tongue twister that sound okay. like it he me. says i'm
2: skeptical of that article let's see what that means go ahead yeah girl because uh he came up with a word i think he just coming mm-hmm. over here making up words you know you he know oh. i ain't got nothing but a damn mississippi public school <laughs> education child he coming over here making up words don't do that
0: i'm pretty good uh, at vocabulary but that wasn't listen, i was the
2: spelling bee champ listen i don't even listen
0: Ob-fuscation. Oh, obscure. Just meaning he could have said obscure. You see how mm. niggas do don't do mm-hmm. The action of making something
1: obscure, ob- unclear, ob- or an un- obfuscation.
2: Un- ob- un- okay. Thank you, uh, active activist, because the struggle was man real, honey. Maybe <laughs> he tried it. We'll
0: be practicing on this word till tomorrow, honey.
1: Ob- Listen, ob-
0: Sk- ob- I still can't say it, like the word in and of itself is a tongue twister. It's
2: obfuscation, obfuscation, obfuscation. Okay. Yeah. We said it. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Mr. Curlin, he says, okay, so we are not here to make excuses. But now that we have this tragedy, when do we talk about what they've been through that push these folks over the edge? What were they facing prior? babe i'm so glad you said that y'all kiss my i did win the spelling bee i got a trophy and everything and i met the mayor david dinkins when i was in new york y'all can leave me alone
0: I I, uh, i listen i lived in a state that was top three in the nation for their education and i was always i was in the gifted program but that word i ain't even gonna try to say it because i know i can't pronounce it even baby, with y'all spelling trying, it out it's just oh, when i say i was hurt like trying to pronounce it Shit. <laughs> that's a hard one okay thank you um, uh black wizard we appreciate you please thank you mm-hmm. don't use them big ass words no more he said he gonna start yeah. using five dollar words for us dumb it down mm-hmm.
2: Make them shits $3. <laughs> uh, Shout out to roguish. Mm-hmm. Um, he says the crazy part is most of y'all project that things don't get ill to the point of such being a rational outburst at times, especially for black men in the US. Surprise cats ain't popping off daily. Me
0: too. Um, I-, I am, to be honest with all the pressure that black men are like look at look at what this look at what black men are going through in this nation i'm surprised that it's not more and and i and i pray for brothers i truly truly do like it's hard like keeping it together i know that there has to be a lot of brothers on edge i'm surprised that we don't see more incidents yeah yeah, I, i am
2: you got a point um shout out to eugene Steele. he says there are so many content creators who talk about black um talk about men's mental health and men's vulnerability men are human beings and i want to thank you and others for acknowledging this and talking about this um concrete i do have something that i want to play um really for a little bit and i want us to go over this but um this will kind of give you guys like a view into um this is an example of what i think is wrong so hold on a second and let me um get it presented and i hope it's a good clip because i have time to look at it because i've been doing shit all day but i thought about it um so let's do this and bam bam and let me get that off the screen and um
0: Let's play for her son, Ty, to get his life together. He has no job and no goals. Lavinia, what was Ty like as a child? I'm a
4: single parent. I have to work. This kid would pick up his two little sisters, make sure that they eat, make sure that their homework was done. If I had to stay late, he'd make
1: sure they took a bath and put them to sleep. And then he changed.
0: (laughs) Ty, you're getting really, really emotional right now, and so am I because.
3: I did I know i'm still you. that kid i'm still that kid i haven't I told seen that. him in 10 I'm years
4: still kid. i'm still that kid
3: i'm just i'm tired i'm depressed i'm tired you know, okay i'm
4: tired the first thing she gets emotional about is how he became the father figure in that household never acknowledging it was never his responsibility in the first place it was yours as you put him in that situation the kid never had a chance to be a kid because of your own failures She didn't even acknowledge or take no accountability the amount of pressure she placed him. In that moment, I can see how he got depressed because she pushed that boy in a role he was never ready for. Blamed him as if he's the father who knocked her up. It's sick. I'm
3: just tired. I'm hurt. I've been through stuff in my life.
4: Because That's personal. No,
3: it don't even matter about none of that. It does matter. No, listen, it does. It does. But I'm tired. Like I said, I'm depressed. I have personal things going on. Sometimes that Tell can us stop what those my, personal things that are. That can stop people. Me being depressed. What are like those me? personal
2: things you're going through?
3: Like, stop yelling about them and tell us about it. All right, like my personal stuff, like. I never really had friends. And then when I got around it friends, I basically jealous. always did, exactly. I always had the, like, it's like, I feel like, yeah, you gave me everything, but you kind of gave me too much. But, but because like, because you gave me too much, my friends were jealous of me. I always had fake friends around me. See, that's what I'm saying. It's cool that you did that, but you also got to understand what that brings, what that attracts mock. You got to feel me on that. Hi. That's how i that, that, that You got some twisted logic yes. going on here. That, that's nah,
0: some man, twisted logic. Like, I'm just
3: you're saying, I'm that just that saying, saying, it's mental things that can mess with okay, but it's mental high? things that you're, bothers me telling us that are depressed i don't
4: have motivation how can i have- it only matters to the single mom when it benefits her what people don't understand it's hard to express your emotions it's hard to speak on your emotional pain and then they're going to say it's a twisted lie but that was even said is disgusting these bitter fee fills didn't even allow him to open up without having to force their own way through his mouth Probably what they do around every man they're around. Wonder why no man wants independent females? They have no comprehension of the mental state of a man. No comprehension of how a man has to live or what he has to deal with. Let alone take on being the man because your mum is a failure. She thinks splashing money or giving you some material things makes up for her failures. Another reason why independent females don't understand that your money and what you make doesn't actually weigh up to anything or who you are underneath motivation yes how can i have
3: my motivation when everything is handed to me
4: right so you're telling us that you're depressed yeah i'm depressed this is basically the same as a female saying why can't i make a good wife when i have a job a career money a house in reality those things does nothing for a man even this young man he's letting you know as a son her splashing all those money getting him everything he wants did nothing for him i'm
3: always depressed i'm in a dark spot i know i'm in a dark spot and i've been there for a long time
4: but ty that's still no reason that
2: if
3: you feel that in your dark place to take that out on your mother that's my best friend yo
2: (laughs) um so there are some things that i found so disgusting about this um this dude is in tears and he is pouring out his heart to a pack of fucking hyenas who are ready to eat him alive. And it's like we want men to be vulnerable, but we don't want you to be that vulnerable. We want you to be tough, but then we don't want you to kill nobody. We want you to be smart, but we don't want you to be smarter than us. Um and I think even in his case it was just like he was taking on his father's role. He wasn't allowed to be a kid, and I have to agree with the with that content creator that he wasn't allowed to um, be a kid. It was it was disgusting.
1: What do you think?
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I pretty much agree too. I think you know her assessment is correct. Um, I think that they lack accountability and aren't really trying to hear what he's saying which is you know my biggest issue as a opposed you know he's hurting and as opposed to allowing him the opportunity giving him the floor and giving him the space to speak and allowing him the opportunity to speak freely uninterrupted um, they're being defensive and you know jumping in and you know, um, too concerned about defending themselves over really truly hearing what he's saying.
2: Or defending the woman to hear anything. Yeah, he has and to that's say.
0: what bothers me the most.
2: Yeah. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He said a super chat in concurrence with Eugene Steele. Indutably, blue brother, we're all we are all human, even Ray Ray and Pookie. Now, I did say indutably, I knew how to say that. Mm. Shout out to MGTOW University he says this is one of the reasons why the manosphere was created. Um, yeah. I, I I believe that. Um,
0: to convince him to save himself.
2: Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey, babe. He says, to be honest, I'm not surprised that these chicks don't get it. This was a teaching moment that they fucked up purposely, in my opinion. Indudably, um, how you say the word indubitably? I thought it was indubitably.
0: I I didn't even look at it that good. I'm sorry. Um, that is how you say it. You don't know how to say yeah. it. How where,
2: where?
0: How you say? I thought it was. Uh, let indubitably. me see it again. Indubitably? I I, I no. Nope. <laughs> that ain't indubitably. Indub. Niggas, yeah, just I,
2: think about indubitably with an accent. Shit.
0: <laughs> Just make me tired. Yeah,
2: that's not how you say it, Sister George.
0: <laughs> Send another one, um, Black Wizard.
2: Indubitably, indubitably, indubitably.
0: Y'all go to hell. Anyway. <laughs> That's exactly, my Do you I can't even talk and you to know what?
4: My mom. Okay, hold up. So, has he had a problem with alcohol to take it out on your mom? You got to be joking. The mom has been taking it out on her son from the minute his balls dropped. Single moms. Have this eternal anger with the child's dad which they project onto their children more than a man does They're emotional tornadoes none of them will take no accountability of how her choices made him depressed how she'll say i got to work how hard working i am is a form of emotional abuse making him feel bad just so he can do what she wants him to do uh, he has a problem with alcohol he's an alcoholic ty when did you start drinking how old are
3: you? Probably 13.
4: 13. Okay. Probably that's 13. Very early.
3: She be drinking with me. She put me on. I put you on at 13? She put me on. Yep. You're a liar. how much is he drinking? He drinks 5 and 6 5 to 6 bottles and the bottles is like this that like the 40
4: oh, are He's checking some 40
3: ounces Yeah, the we 40 ounces. That years
4: ago. I was like
2: 17, 14. That's a lie.
4: 5 Please. and 6, was- I promise. Why is no one questioning
2: the fact that she was sitting around drinking the alcohol with him and then once didn't want to um, take any accountability for that, but as opposed to holding that helper accountable, what did they do? Um, Man, I don't care what happened to you. You need to man up and fix that shit. You need to fix it. I don't care how you fix it. What you over here crying for? She gave you money. She took care of you and you depressed for what? that's what's wrong with nick that that lazy nick that's how they treating him like he ain't shit, and like he's done all the damage while taking any type of responsibility and accountability off of her and that's what's fucked up um shout out to eisen he says this is proof this is proof of why as a male you must be apathetic as shit. you can never show any weakness whatsoever because when you do it's used against you
0: yeah um i think that um she the fact that she's drinking with him like that in and like what type of what type of trifling low count like how embarrassing how low down how like literally, she's unfit. She's unfit. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah.
2: Damn. Absolutely. I'd hate to at see 13. how the fucking gr- at 13. I would hate. I would hate to see how the girls turned out.
4: Wow. The mom. He started drinking at 13. But we're just gonna miraculously skip it going back to him we wonder how the stats result when a child is brought up by a single mom household leading children in disadvantage the most they lack any real compassion to so fathom their own children emotions because they're too cool up with the men they want by being him instead of being a mother five two
3: six i would throw a up now day. i would throw up if know. i tried that now i would throw up well, now no. if i that's tried that now a long telling you. That's, that's binge drink let me five tell you something binge y'all binge build y'all have
0: he's only been here a day and a half yeah. right so yeah. tell us you stayed at a hotel that the show put you up in and you ran right. up almost a 200 yes. bar bill but the let's thing let's is one
3: bottle of whiskey 60 dollars one bottle of premium tequila 71.18. One bottle of regular tequila, 17.52. We got some beer, a
0: couple soft drinks, and an Hi, orange juice. I have a question for you. Wow. So, sh- what? Hold on one second. Like, why, while the mother is doing this, does she not realize that she helped to create a drinking problem in her own son? Like, she's trying to put him on blast to embarrass him because now she feels embarrassed that he's highlighted the fact that she's an unfit parent. Like, you are putting yourself on blast that at 13, you permitted your son to start drinking and start drinking with him, and you helped to create a drinking problem and you helped to create alcoholism in your own son. Like, you look bad. You have, you're trying to embarrass him that, uh, about how much he's drank since he's been here. And do you know how that makes you look? Because you created this problem within your son.
4: Girl, good night.
0: <laughs> good night.
4: She bought the bill he had. See how manipulative the mom is? You need to understand. This is what she's like. And even worse, behind a closed door. This is what he had to deal with day in and day out a single independent mom straight from hell cursing him for her own choices i say independent so much because you need to really see what comes with it he as a son can't even escape his own mom he as a son is dealing with that no man wants to be caught dead dealing with an independent female she dragged her own son into a mental state he couldn't come out of then makes it out to look as if she's trying to help him the panel are just the same independent females who are bitter by the fact they couldn't get what they wanted from the men they wanted based through their own choices they made so now they eternally blame men and doing the same thing by blaming him for the mom's problems and narcissistic behavior for you yes ma'am you did same. This-
3: yesterday yes ma'am
4: why would you think that's okay
3: I didn't I wasn't thinking you just did it wasn't thinking I wasn't thinking I saw it it, I saw it I saw it no I had friends with me
2: on our tab you know Vivica I I want to say I don't feel anything this is all something that, as an alcoholic, I'm very familiar with. Um, it's the "woe was me story, mm-hmm. the oh, I'm so sorry, will feel sorry for me because I was deprived of this, that, and the other thing, and I was raised really well,
4: just like this kid was. Honestly, this vexes me. He's being pushed to the corner by his single mom by this panel, he doesn't even know how to deal His problems as a man, how to deal with his mum. You can't trust a mum to give him a real perspective. Going on Vivica fox show, who's been in numerous failed relationships, no husband, no children, I truly can. why because they all view men the same way toxic bitter angry females who he needs to get far away from surround himself with a real man no fake friends sober up get on the right track with his own life and then if he can get some closure from his mom and dad's relationship not all of this that single mom brought him here to make him feel even worse than he already did she wanted to feel as if she was right she wanted to get out of that mum guilt. She wanted to make him the problem, rather than take accountability the fact that she is the problem. This was never for her son to begin with. This was to stroke her ego, to make her feel less guilty for making her son depressed and into an alcoholic. This is all, I don't feel any emotion
0: toward him right now. Why?
3: Because it's all a game. It's all his
0: for MO. For him to get his way?
3: His MO, his yep.
4: manipulation of his, I would cry, but I'm sorry, mom. I'm never gonna drink again. I'm never gonna- Listen. This is why it's important. The fact that they
2: had that white lady up there, and she's chiming in, and they're all jumping on the bandwagon like she said the best shit since sliced bread. Like I'm not buying it. I don't da 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 da. I is ridiculous. Um. Oh, excuse me. Um, Shout out to MGTOW University says, they were looking for a reason to dismiss him and they found it with drinking. He has to get away from her come hell or high water. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, If you're dealing with a mother like that or you're around surrounding yourself with women like that, they'll drive you into the freaking ground.
0: Like, what the hell? And to be completely honest, that like, if someone is suffering from depression that's not uncommon it's not uncommon abusing you know uh you know alcohol and and different things so like i know people and i don't know what form of depression he has if he's bipolar i know my sister has bipolar one of my close friends has bipolar also and um you know it's not uncommon to abuse things i know especially specifically with bipolar depression if they're having like manic episodes, I have a friend and she, you know, does other things. So that could be a co- He might have be using that as a coping mech. I say all that to say he might be using that as a coping mechanism. But um, as opposed to his mom recognizing that this may be a cry for help, that this may be something that she needs to, you know, intervene and help him. She's trying to out him to embarrass him because she feels embarrassed that she is a shitty mom
2: absolutely
4: absolutely it's almost done you have a structured family no children that are wedlock no long-term relationship no marriage in foresight because when you actually uphold traditional values uphold moralistic roles uphold principles and self-respect you align not just yourself but your children in a much better circumstance leading them into a successful lifestyle rather than a failed one but if you can't be able to do any of those things personally don't get married personally don't have children just continue to live your life without having to destroy somebody else's at the end of the day it will be those choices which will either make or break you these modern females independent females and single moms who never upheld anything think having experience and money is equivalent to any real value people should respect when in actuality you lack any core values to bring anything for your family husband and children to my fellow princes and princesses here's a quote from down a rabbit hole
0: okay all right but yeah girl um i saw I wanted to bring up and I was trying to pull it up because I was trying to see if I could send it to myself quick. I wasn't able to. But um, I saw a video yesterday where um, a woman was talking, a young lady had her son and he was 11 years old and she was talking about how she um, said And she was sending him to live with his dad because she was talking about, uh, you know, he wasn't listening and she... Sent him lunch. He didn't eat his lunch. She had to tell him um, three times to clean off the counter, and that she had to go in there in his room and like tell him twice to take a shower. And she was tired of it and sending him with his dad. And people was in the comments like, "That's regular stuff for his age. That's for his development. That's regular stuff for his age." And she was like, "I'm just tired of him. I'm you know I'm gonna send him." to live with his dad and you know um, i want to move into a one-bedroom i can vacation and be you know i could just see him all i got for him is two weekends a month Mm -hmm. i i ain't and i ain't paying no child support just going on and on and on and kind of like she was kind of looking for an opportunity to not parent full-time is what it sounded like and it reminded me of um This listening to them reminded me of this situation because I, of course, went down the rabbit hole, went to her page, started looking. And then as I listen, the boy has autism and you complaining about a boy with autism who's doing regular stuff for his age that you got to tell two and three times to do stuff when he's 11 years old. And that's what 11 year olds do. And so much so that you want to send him to live with his dad, which, okay, maybe that's the best place for him. But you want to send him to live with his dad without paying any child support. And then so you can live it up. And then, you know, you're on the Internet complaining about him and not to mention that, you know, he has he's neurodivergent and, you know, it just was kind of like, really? Like, do you are you listening to yourself? And of course, it didn't go like she thought it was going to go. Everybody in the comments was eating her alive. Like, you just don't want to be a mom. You sound like an awful mom. I would hate, and she, because she got pictures of her kid on the internet. I would hate if my mom had pictures of me on her page, and she's all these bad traits of mine and making it seem like I'm a horrible kid when I'm just doing normal kid stuff. Anyways, I just, you know, was... I found it very interesting listening to those women and listening to this woman's story because there was no accountability in either situation no matter what you what the people in the comments said she couldn't see the trees for the forest she could not see that she was doing anything wrong it was him 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 and it's like how can you as a you know close to 30 year old woman think that your son should behave in this perfect way when you don't even see the error in your ways as the parent and and if that's the case you think that your son should have perfect behavior um clearly any behaviors that he's exhibiting are likely learned from you and maybe you're well clearly because i i get all up in her business by going down the rabbit hole you're not even exhibiting perfect perfect behavior for him but you want him to exhibit perfect behavior and you're not modeling perfect behavior for him and it was just zero accountability and she just seemed to really dislike her son and that's what the people in the comments were saying and i kind of got the same thing from this lady in that video like She seemed to really not like And care for him as a person Like because if you care for somebody as a Person and you care care For their well-being you would care For their well-being and your actions would Say that your actions by i.e Seeking help for him If you think he has an alcoholism problem You know listening to him trying To hear him out as opposed to talking Over him every time he tries to You know voice his concerns about The bad things that you did In his childhood not trying so hard to be right in every situation where he um outlines or you know highlights and and, and outlines um you know um all of the misgivings of your parenthood of your, your your motherhood um but that's clearly not the case and i just feel bad for that boy and i feel bad for this young man because they have a lot of trauma that they'll have to heal from in order to truly be whole.
2: Is there a way for Black men to truly heal their traumas um, in our community? You
0: know, it's interesting that you asked that question. Is there a way for Black men to truly heal their traumas in our community? Um, I think that there is a way for Black men to truly Um, black men have to first own their traumas. Like, that's the first step. I see very, I, I see too, little, too few black acknowledging that, uh, Before again. that they even have trauma. Um, black men don't seem to um, be able to face the truth about they have underlying trauma that they that they're not unscathed. Am I boring? A lot. <laughs> okay, it's not showing. I mean, I can't tell on my end. Let me drop down and come back.
2: Um, shout out to Mr. Curling. He said, What it sounds like is she used alcohol as a babysitter sitter instead of being an actual parent or to sedate him or both. Um, I think a lot of the problems come. I don't actually think there's a way for Black men to heal their traumas. I think that when it comes down to Black men getting healing, to even get y'all to get y'all to talk about y'all's problems, that's part number one, because most of you guys don't want to be vulnerable with people because you know it's going to be used against you. And then, so then you go to the other side. Um, when it comes down to Black women, a lot of Black women um, have started to go to therapy have started to get medication and what's funny is i've heard so many black men talk about the mental state of black women and how black women are going to therapy and being on medication and she has a whole uh, cabinet full of antidepressants but then when it comes down to you guys um, y'all won't go to the doctor at all, but then we do have these things happening that our community chooses to ignore, unless it's about the black woman. If it's about the black woman doing anything, let's point the finger at her to take the attention off of us. Um, we've seen that far too many times. And and I don't get if women are on antidepressants, like why is anybody making fun of that? Um, like that shit is weird. That shit is weird. If she's on antidepressants, if she's on the hell was that um, if she's on any type of medicine or whatever to deal with her mental health um, we should champion um, people actually dealing with their traumas and going to get help for it as opposed to pointing the finger and making fun especially especially um, if it's actually a, a, a thing being taken care of and like I said y'all don't go um, kid clouds when you say drugs don't help this is the thing so as a person that had to go to therapy before um the first thing they do is to try to push you to drug use and to push um whatever medicines they can push on you i was one of the ones where i didn't want to deal with um i didn't want to deal with my mental issues that way i feel like and but but my traumas are specific to me My traumas are specific to me. Um, When it came down to my traumas and when I started going to therapy, therapy uncovered so much shit that I didn't even realize that had affected me. So much shit that when I started going to therapy, I actually went in for anger management because I had pushed that cop or whatever. And so I went to therapy for anger management. And I thought that that was like the scope of my problems. And I never really dealt with my anger issues And keep in mind, keep in mind, I've had anger issues since I was a little girl that's kind of gone unchecked um, because I would get in just enough trouble to keep my ass out of jail or just enough trouble to where I can charm my way out of this shit. And it went ignored and ignored and ignored or, you know, I'd be put on punishment or some shit and, you know, everything went away. Well, when that situation happened and I took and I really thought about it imagine me going to jail or imagine me losing my life um concrete you that banner's put up i don't know how that got up there okay i took it down um imagine me Sorry about that you're good but imagine me um being in that situation and i had lost my life over something that didn't have to happen. It, it didn't have to go that way, but I, I felt like I did uh, defended myself, but I was so angry at the time. And then when I went to therapy, um, like I said, the therapist was initially trying to push medication on us, but I do feel that most of us do go through traumas. I do feel that most of us go through shit and there has to be a normal way to deal with that outside of medication. Now, my issues and somebody else's issues are two totally different things um i have anger issues i have a couple other things going on too that ain't y'all goddamn business but the way that we dealt with my shit was i had to write down a list of every bad thing that ever happened to me and then go through those things um break them from what affected me the most to what affected me the least. And then we did some type of therapy to where they put, um, they try to control your left brain and right brain. Um, I forget the type of therapy it's called, there's a specific type of therapy that is called, but um, it works with the left brain and like right brain and you hold these, th- these eggs in your hand and the eggs vibrate. Um, and they'll vibrate depending on like what y'all are talking about and you, But a lot of shit goes back to uh, a lot of things that happened to us in childhood that we've never healed, we've never figured out. And Mm -hmm. that was really the source of a lot of my issues. And one of the things were um, in my household, I grew up with a really, really strict grandmother from Mississippi, honey. And with her, if you crying i'm gonna get you better stop crying before i really give you something to cry for if you i wasn't allowed to express anger Mm -hmm. which is why i suppressed it for so long and it ended up Ah. coming out later on in life
0: so you know i don't think that there's a um one-size-fits-all approach to mental health and this is coming from someone who for my entire life i wanted to be a behavioral psychologist and i am one who um really advocates for um i guess unorthodox methods of psychology and my my husband is like a holistic healer and you know he does herbs and you know more holistic health medicine and has done that for over 30 years um he had his own um shop um prior to moving to georgia um so i prefer holistic approach you know holistic medicine approach over anything. However, I do believe that some people have actual chemical imbalance, um, regarding their, um, mental health issues and, um, medication might be the one thing that helps them, that aids them. Um, I think that you should try a variety of things and figure out what works best for you. Um, but I don't believe that especially if you have severe mental health issues and i have someone very close to me who has a variety of severe mental health issues and i know that medication is something that she needs in order to function um so i think i don't believe in a one-size-fits-all approach i am Mm -hmm. a proponent of holistic medicine but for some people um you know it they might need something else and i don't believe in ruling anything out and just saying well i'm not willing to try it if you are suffering especially with cer you know suicidal homicidal ideations and things of that nature um i don't think that you should shy away from something that could help you because of um you know not wanting to take medication um shout out to black wizard
2: he says a spiritual guru i follow says to heal a wound you must leave the war zone with physical wounds we know that but and with emotional wounds it's the same All
1: right.
2: most of us don't take that into consideration um if you're dealing in um y'all remember how y'all used to call me a sadist and say i was masochistic <laughs> um, oh yeah
0: yeah, because you would go back to the same.
2: The same. And um with me, it's like a thing of familiarity to where I know these people. They don't really mean me any harm. <laughs> but if you're calling me a bitch and a hoe and you think I ain't shit, and you you swear all black women ain't shit, and I'm taking in all of those things, and I'm taking it in, and I'm taking it in. Um, that does play a part in your psyche that does play, um, that does play with you. It does take. it does take a toll on you as well. It does.
0: And that's why I've always said, like, I'm a very fragile person. And I know that, um, that's why I just stay out of those places period, because I know how it will affect me. And I know that, um, I can be bruised very easy. And because of that, I know like. It's never been of like a, pl- a thing of like I view myself differently necessarily than Danny. I'm like, I ain't strong enough to keep going into the war zone, baby. Mm-mm. I ain't gonna be able to take it. <laughs> so
2: um,
0: you know what, though?
2: Um, certain things I, I feel like, um, I don't know, I ain't gonna say it out loud because we y'all is, you know how y'all is. You know how y'all is. Uh get out of the war zone, sister George. Black wizard. I haven't been on panel. You haven't.
0: You've been doing good. Months, You've been like, like, doing good. I, I have to months. tell you, I must acknowledge that publicly. You've been doing good. Y'all see, she's been keeping her nose clean. Girl ain't been over there.
2: Listen, I have You've not tried to be in anybody's uh bullshit. I want to say mm-hmm as far away from it as i can because i'm
0: going through my own little what you called it hold on girl you've been doing good um there was something i'm gonna see wait till she come back because there's something i want to play and i want to get her take on it okay 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 there's something i want to play well because we were talking about um actual approaches like to well we were talking about what can men do what can black men do um as it relates to um dealing with or or addressing these traumas so i want to play something for you before we continue to list off things that they can do to address affect or um um remedy these traumas so give me just a second
2: oh uh, let me just address this while you're pulling that up okay uh, he says you'd be loving the beef stop it don't <laughs> get me wrong i think um a certain aspects of me i am a fighter i like to f- i used to, i'm not gonna say that i like to fight now or that i like to argue um in certain capacities yeah i do like to fight in certain capacities i do but how
0: constructive from? What, are, what come from like liking to fight like just kind of like i'm gonna get it in i'm gonna get it
2: well what i've realized is um as a kid when i realized that i could fight and mm-hmm. that i ain't have to let anybody pick on me or whatever then it's okay. like let me see how much of your shit can take before i snap the fuck off and show you what i'm made of I and i kind of developed like a little Oh, what's good? You know what we do? I got you. And so it kind that of takes sense. people it, ma- it it throws people off because I'm pretty goofy and kind of jolly and shit. And so there's a extra, extra, extra hood like a extra- No,
0: but it, it don't throw me off. I get it. Like it's kind of like you have an edge to you. But you yeah. know that the thing is, like I I will I'll have a problem fighting. Like you ain't gonna you ain't gonna punk me. I've always been like you ain't gonna punk me. But yeah. you know what? I've always been very protected. I literally have four totally huge brothers. I've yeah. been very protected. Like my brother, not only did I have four huge brothers. So my brothers, my brother, so my oldest brother was like like a head crusher. And when we moved, we moved to a town. Like everybody knew my brother. Like when I was of dating age, OK, so people like kind of like didn't want to date me because of my brother. And then. And I would, like when I became of age. So myself and my ex, like we had broke up for like a year and some change because he was sent to Job Corps. And um, so, like, when he was sent to Job Corps, like there was this little guy that I was trying to date, and my brother didn't like him. And my brother, one day, so like, this is when I was like, probably like, 19. and so i think i have my own place and the I, I know i have my own place and so i remember one night we were like hanging out at my house and i was calling myself like my, my mom had my daughters and i was having like a little little shindig at my house and i had invited people over And so I invited people over, right? And my brother had gotten into it with somebody and he came to my house and he's like going off and he's going off and just going off. And my brother came there and he, my little boyfriend that I called myself trying to date. I had like not been dating him long, but him and like two or three of his friends was there. And my brother was going off so bad that he like had one of the guy, he would, let anybody leave out of the guys peed on themselves. Like he scared himself bad that he peed on themselves. And these are black dudes. Like they ain't but like my brother is like like a gorilla. He ain't play like uh like my brothers didn't play like they're big guys and so I've always been very protected and I never really had to but also you ain't gonna punch me so I, I get what you're saying and yeah it makes perfect sense to me
2: and the thing is I was the youngest the, the very youngest in my family Um, mm-hmm. and I stayed in a house with older people so there was no sense of protection especially you know while growing up yeah. and i i wasn't the type um you know kind of growing up, growing up in new york city in the crack era of the 80s and 90s Yeah, it was just a rough time and it was mm-hmm. like either you gonna fight or you gonna keep getting your ass beat and yeah. i must have watched one good after school special child and i was like i ain't taking this shit no more mm-hmm. and so um after i beat the one bully's ass i never really had to worry about her anymore but then it was just um in general like i fought and i didn't really get caught like i never got suspended for it or anything but i like i would get it in like oh you know what's good so Now, Listen. Um, I think I've carried a lot of that attitude, but I feel like when I came here, I really tried to be nice, and I felt like these niggas was trying to play me. Baby, they and... were. They tried
0: to punk us. Like I ain't like... even gonna lie. I ain't even gonna lie. Ah,
2: like I think so. Now that
0: I think about it, that's one of the things that I love so much about my husband. Because I feel the same sense of protection that I did yeah. under my brothers with my husband. Like, who gonna touch me? because not with that no. <laughs> it's the same but go ahead because then i'll play a little video clip no go ahead it's I'm a short
2: one chat and then you can play your clip shout okay. out to roguish he says therapy in the u.s is rife with white tribal tribalistic measuring of culture perspectives can there truly be an objective measure to weighing a mind hell no absolutely not and you make a great point because if white people hear you talking about half the shit that they then went through that half the shit that you done went through they're not going to be able to relate they're not going to understand then the type of things that we've experienced as a people in comparison to what most of them have experienced as a people Mm -hmm. it is two totally different fucking things like way different and so they can't relate, especially if they're college educated. Let me tell y'all who the best therapist would be for um if y'all gotta deal with um a white person and going to therapy, go to a, a big white woman. Fat white women kind of get it um more so than smaller um white I women. I cannot go to white no women. white woman.
0: I can't go to no white person. A fat white like, girl, I can't, I can't go to a non-black person.
2: I'm gonna say this. I'ma say uh fat white women are treated like shit within their society. Mm. And so they can relate to being treated like shit. And mm. it's not necessarily like a, a thing of bonding, but it's not gonna be like the same trajectory. Like she's not gonna look at it like you bullshitting or it's something that you did to cause the shit or
0: like. I'm going to tell you something it is so important for me for my um services like for as many as possible especially like my doctors and stuff like I go out of my way literally my general practitioner I drive almost an hour to get to her and I don't mind and I don't care and I pay a pretty penny because she's in network but a lot of her services are not covered under my plan and so i have to pay out of pocket and i don't care and i will pay for like i, I need to connect to my person that i'm seeing like I, i just i need i need somebody that look like me
2: i'll go I to a think, black man I think you have a good point but if it comes down to getting therapy versus not getting therapy and you have some in, some issues going on. Get with whomever until you can, because certain th- certain tools that you're taught in therapy, um, can be used outside, um, like the things yeah. that you, that I was taught in therapy are things that I still practice to this day. And that issue
0: happened like yeah. over seven years, seven eight years ago. So the thing, is, even my dentist, baby, I love my dentist too, and she she's Jamaican, but I like her, but the thing is better help and um therapy for black girls you'll be able to find you a black therapist like mm, yeah better help you can pick the, the the um race of your um therapist and everything and like but they'll have um uh web you know uh visits they'll it'll, it'll be virtual visits so yeah um but, should, yeah yeah go ahead and play your clip honey i'm sorry okay 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 um all right here we go
3: a few days ago a black man asked me where to find a filipina and i said here on tiktok here on tiktok and next thing you know
0: a lot that's not the clip (laughs) (laughs) i know it wasn't too long i just downloaded it okay it should be the last one i know it didn't download okay it says it must was too long no it wasn't okay um so this was
1: maybe it <laughs> didn't <laughs> listen the filipinos is the, the cause
2: Indian. of all y'all's mental health issues
0: <laughs> tell y'all too much about it a you
2: borgin again honey
0: now let's see.
1: hmm
0: Okay, give me just one second. All right, there we
3: go. My therapist, I'm allowed to be this sensitive. sensitive. Right? You just told exactly.
4: me I'm sensitive. And I, and I be, oh my god.
1: Sensitive. To your and I be sensitive to your needs. I've been working with you for two months. I, I accommodate you. You, you know me, I give God. you your full time. You never waste money. I give you your full time. It's documented. I always give you your full time. I when you when you do miss sessions or you're late, I don't even charge you for the lateness because I have that option. Diamond. I'm not going to be perfect, I'm not going to be perfect. Diamond, Diamond, i okay, you're, you're probably going to hear background noise like in the next session, where I'll probably get another phone call.
0: It's just the way life happens, because I am on my phone. But as long as you get the best out of this, as long as I'm giving you what you need and you can't say you have it, because the measurements is there, my, my documents is there, when I talk to Talkspace, that's there. Diamond. So let me give a little bit of context. That was a gentleman who was talking to his therapist um, via BetterHelp, I believe. No, Talkspace. And um, the therapist was in the grocery store. And so he called the therapist on it and said that he it was too much background noise. She was literally grocery shopping while talking to this man during his therapy session. And that was her response. And not only was that her response, after he called her on it, she terminated his services. And so that's why I wanted to hold off on giving responses to how men should move forward regarding addressing their mental state. Because I know that men are in a vulnerable state And men are also in a space where there's a mistrust for Black women. And seeing things like this, seeing things like the other therapist who was Belligerent and uh, you know Verbally assaulting black men that you Recently sent me something on We should have uploaded her her Stuff you recently sent me clips On because now she's having a Mental break and that therapist Is literally At her wit's end and me Personally seeing a therapist That is like that Close to the edge I don't think she should be Taking clients Um, But I know black men are in a Vulnerable I, I think that Personally, if a black man is in a vulnerable space, that it's hard to already foster a relationship with a therapist and then to foster a relationship with a therapist and to be feel slighted when you air a grievance as the as the client. I don't want black men to have to endure that. So I say that to say it's very important that you vet your therapist. And I think if Black men could get personal references from, like, if you know somebody who's seeing someone, and sometimes people are a little personal about that. I mean, not personal about the fact that maybe they're seeing somebody, but they may not want you to see their exact therapist. But they may say, well, I I see somebody through the rainbow therapy group you know, so they may refer you through their therapy group. Uh, but I do think that it's important to talk to someone. Um, and if, for, I, like I said, my personal thing is that I need to have a black person, but that may not be your thing. You may be okay with talking to a white woman, white man, you know, Asian, whatever have you, but whatever your uh, requirements are, I do think that it's important for you to get to someone and talk to someone. When I heard that, my mouth was wide open i was disappointed i felt like she was absolutely wrong and i said as much in the comments and in other videos that i've seen stitch where they were almost excusing her behavior
2: yeah um i actually do have that what you call it oh you do Mm
0: -hmm. what are your thoughts on that woman though
2: um child that was a freaking embarrassing um, it was sickening to see, um, yeah, I, I sat there in disbelief, like, look at you after you've caused all this fucking strife. Um, look at you now. And I was more embarrassed for her than anything. So I, I was super embarrassed for her.
0: Wait, I mean the woman in the grocery store the, about her actions, like taking oh, all the, the woman that, was, that I just played
2: um (laughs) to me that was like that's definitely no way to do therapy if you're a therapist and you're paying for somebody's freaking services and then um that person is doing something totally different and you're sitting there trying to figure out what the hell is going on i feel like that was a violation in itself like what the hell is like why would you call yourself a therapist if or why would you be a therapist and take on a client if you had A B C D going on? Like, what kind of shit is that? Exactly, I that was
0: ridiculous.
2: Like, exactly that shit was disgusting. And
0: they were excusing her actions, talking about but capitalism probably doesn't allow for her to be able to grocery shop and take care of her kids and do all of the you getting paid to do a job, sis. You and then do you know the HIPAA violations while you got me on the speakerphone walking through the grocery store while I'm here? Like, come on. Like do right by not care. Did not care at all. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Not care at all. Um And mr curling he says is that
0: that is that the ratchet tick tock therapist no but like to hear like to see her he before you play her let me ask you one more question real quick because i see a lot of comments in the chat now all in the chat i'm seeing men say black men don't need therapy uh yeah, that's the stop all this trauma junkie stuff they just need to talk to the elders they just need to smoke a blunt black men just need to uh go to the gym and box black men just need to." do you think that this is helpful to black men who are suffering in silence to black men who are dealing with depression do you think the message that black men don't need therapy helps black men what are your thoughts on that
2: absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not um because even if you choose to self-medicate you're still not getting down to the bottom of the fucking issue now that being said, and I'm talking about we and alcohol, there have been some wonderful developments on um shrooms and DMT. um shout out to Omega Dreads. There have definitely been some developments in that, but you definitely you need to see a shrooms? professional huh Are You promoting shrooms? Yes. if they uh, um because they do help, they do. Um, mm-hmm. and it's been medically proven um and they're trying to develop drugs off of shrooms now but shrooms definitely definitely help they do now I don't Uh know if if I'm talking about them shrooms you get from your homeboy down the street and then I'd be scared if you actually I'd be scared every goddamn thing I don't know what the fuck to tell you yeah
0: they're supposed to be taken under a doctor's care saying but you know they saying what is it LSD or something they are trying to also get um yeah, like so you know like certain things but like literally like under a doctor's care like be safe to take under a doctor's care. I don't yeah. know. Eh. Baby, let me say I ain't smoking a cigarette, but
2: I'm just saying um but a lot of things you if you smoke Yeah, if you think it could me, be helpful yeah but if you smoke too much weed that's gonna leave you in a depressive state if you drink too much that's definitely gonna leave you in a depressive state yes um certain things that you put into your body if you are eating um too many foods that don't contain anything green and i mean like your leafy greens get you some spinach get you some kale get you some uh, um radishes get you root vegetables all that shit has uh life in it. it those are your live vegetables and if as many live vegetables as you can put into your body does help, um, because if you're consuming a lot of bullshit, you eating French fries and fried chicken, Mifflin Universe. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> it, there are certain strands you shouldn't even be consuming if you uh, like smoking, if you uh, are depressed and stuff, like because uh, you know, like literally, it can send you into a further depression and stuff like that. Like really and truly, you know. F- find you a doctor that you can talk to about this type of stuff because you should be able to be open and especially if you live in a state where you know medicinal or or if it's legal like you should be able to talk to your doctor about what's safe to consume and what's healthy to what's helpful for you to consume yep because
2: there's um but a lot of things could start with you and even with like the food that you're putting inside of your body if you're drinking too many sodas drink some fucking water. Um, if you need to carbonate that shit, get you some carbonated water and it could be flavored. It has the same damn effect as a soda. I promise Barking it does. A Let's, water, baby. Yes. Um, but a lot of shit that we're putting into our bodies also has us feeling down and depressed and down in the oh, dumps. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. if you're a person that has been in trauma for so fucking long that you don't even know your way out of it or how to start it, go to therapy. There, I promise you therapy would, um, if you have somebody that actually uses techniques, techniques, as opposed to throwing medication on your ass and trying to get you to talk, um, I promise it'll work out a whole lot better um, because traditional um, therapy worked out great for me and it helped me out with a lot of things. And not to say that I don't go through it. Um, I've been diagnosed with depression and so I go through moments where I just be sad and ain't shit wrong. Ain't shit wrong. And I would be just over here
1: crying. <laughs> like the fuck is wrong.
2: Listen, listen. So I, I totally understand and I totally get it. So you know it be what it is. Um, I'm gonna yeah. play this TikTok therapist and concrete. I'm ready to go. Okay. You had me up here all damn day. I'm tired.
1: Can I keep it all the way a book with y'all for real? Because I haven't, like I've been doing this shit this whole time. I want to like go into what it's really like having depression. Because I feel like there's, people tell you, it's just like not being able to get out of bed and shit like that. But it's so much more. There's like the aches and the pains and the ideation. And sometimes the inability to cope with just like regular shit. So for the life of me, I've never understood why people fake or pretend to have depression because it's incredibly debilitating. (laughs) It's incredibly debilitating. Like, I hate the fact that I wake up most days and I hate the fact that I wake up most days. And I know that that's like the depression talking. I know it's an illness of stuckness. I know you're supposed to get up and move. But when you just, like, don't feel like a living, what's the fucking point of doing deep breathing? Like, I sit in the space and hold the space for my clients, which I can't even do now. It's what you fucking think about. And we say a process what it's like, but to actually experience that shit is way the fuck different. It's way different. When you have gaps of time where that you like don't remember. Um we can just stick with the ideation. I think that is the worst of it. That is the worst of it. It doesn't matter how you feel about yourself. It doesn't matter how much you love yourself. It doesn't matter any of that. When that depression wants to fucking kick in, you don't want to live anymore. And so people, because you can't see it, people don't believe you. They just think it's all in your head and it's not real. And as a clinician and as a person, it's very real. It's very fucking real. There are millions of people who deal with depression. I don't fucking know how, bro. Like, I don't know, bro. I know I say this all the time, but I really mean it. Please, please, please check on your strong friends. The people that you turn to on a daily fucking basis please check on them make sure that they're okay if your friend is struggling and you can help them you have the means make sure or help them make sure sh- <laughs> make sure they get their needs mixed this depression is shit. no fucking joke if you need support throw it in a comment
0: <laughs> wow um my heart goes no. out to her. Like that was sad. I-, I can't lie. My heart like my heart go like I don't like seeing anybody down. I am not the type of person that's like, because you hurt me, I want to see you hurt and seeing her that distraught my thought is like i hope she goes to get some help she shouldn't be practicing not in that capacity if you are having ideations how are you going to be of help i feel very strongly not to say that you can't be a counselor and and also be you know seeing a psychiatrist because you know that, that it could be good for you you know it could be healthy but when you are like at your breaking point to the degree in which she seems to be? No, baby. I hope she goes to get help. I feel bad for her.
2: Do you think she validates men's claims about why they shouldn't go to therapy or why they don't need therapy? If you're seeing your therapist in such a, if you're seeing a therapist, especially one that has came down hard on Black men on why they should go to therapy and what they need to do, do they have a valid point when they talk about why the hell should they go look at this bitch and not just, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I'm saying it like how guys are some guys.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, no. Uh, I think that that could be a one off like I don't think that there's enough evidence to say that this is a common thing that therapists but like shoot if you getting people's problems dumped on you daily it probably is a a lot of people that's struggling but I don't think that seeing this is enough evidence for one to make that argument. it could be that this she could be she seems to have a diagnosis, so this could be something that she's been suffering with long before she ever even became a, known to the public.
2: But if she's already had this type of um, these types of issues, which these issues don't start o- and develop overnight, they don't. Um, that shit is ongoing. Do you think she should have delivered her message to black men when she was coming down on
0: them? That's my point. Um I, I I mean maybe the two are don't correlate, but I think this is my thought. I think that you know how the the study that shows that um black women who suffer from anxiety and depression, oftentimes it's reflected in attitude. That's kind in of in what? in them it shows up as them having a bad attitude. Oh. That yeah like there's a lot of studies and articles that um that that from that report that was done that show that black women who have anxiety and depression oftentimes that it's reflected in them having a poor attitude bad attitude be very snappy short with you just have a nasty attitude and maybe her demeanor and her cuz even if you looked at her videos besides that video she made about black men just her nastiness be this dropping the b word she just didn't seem like a pleasant person and maybe that was related to her suffering from these uh you know depression but um who knows um i just it could i, I don't know um i'm not sure <laughs> Well I'm not uh, making excuses. Uh, no, what
2: I'm gonna say is this is the thing though. We as a society don't give the same grace to black men when they are going through some shit. If they latch out, if they if they act a fucking fool, none of us gives them grace for why they're acting a fucking fool. None of us do um and i think the thing that we have toward our men is fix that shit and keep it fucking moving and then when you see somebody who hops up up on tiktok and delivers the type of message that she delivered and the way that she went about it only to turn around and to be in a certain situation herself and then it's like well she could be going through abcd everybody's going through abcd and she's supposed to be the fucking therapist. So I can kind of get why people would be on the side eye. Cause I'm not gonna lie. this did side shit. I was like, Ooh, no ma'am. Not the way you was going. And then what pisses me off even more so what mm-hmm. pisses me off even more so even when it comes down to the crying on air and coming to social media to bear out and hash out your tears and to tell social media your problems and all that shit um that's another thing that kind of has have that has me in the middle of a side eye because i don't know it was like you went to TikTok and you decided Mm -hmm. to upload fucking videos like you don't
0: got no family you don't got no
2: no and 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 then when you talk about being close to the fucking edge Mm. yeah social media is the last place for it especially if you already created drama and traumas to yourself surrounding that shit Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of and you know i'm old i'm old i'm an old lady i'm an old lady
0: so you are you know you're a pessimist too regarding people be like i am but I'm going I'm to I'm push back because we just talked about people, Black men who took the lives of others and excuses were given for them. Literally, in the comments, I saw men saying he was fed up with his baby mama shit. I literally, reasons given. And- I gave reasons as to why I said he might have been at his breaking point. He might have had enough. He might have, society might have beat this man down. And that's what pushed him to the point of taking others' lives before, uh, on that campus before going off and taking his, his own. So it, Black men are given uh excuses too.
2: Um, Shout out to Mr. Curling. I don't know if you still, you ain't still speaking, are you? Okay. No. Okay. He says, can't lie. It's tough for me to have much sympathy for her after she showed her ass a few months ago, but I do empathize and hope she gets help. No, seriously, you can tell she's in a dark place. Oh, I absolutely think she's in a dark place. I just think that social media should be the last fucking place, especially as a fucking therapist, especially as the things that you've gone through um, with um, your advice or with whatever that, you know, that happened on social media. Social media should be the last place because this is a place where you can end up being mentally traumatized. Um, and with her position and how she did what she did, this is like running back into the fire. And that's where that.
0: uh, that's I, I, I don't like you. that. I don't like that. I agree you like ain't no way I'm gonna go show my tail somewhere and go to that same place for help come on now it, like, like, it don't make yeah.
2: yeah and that's where that's the thing that kind of it'll make you doubt somebody's in inauthent- their authenticity um when they crying on social media and shit like that it makes you doubt it a little bit mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope she gets help I, I really do I hope she gets help uh, I hope everybody gets help if you need help I hope you get it I really do I really I
0: wish that for everybody Give people the benefit of a doubt to 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 a fault, and that's my problem. Like that's my husband telling me, like this is why people can get you. This is why this is why you didn't got got by by scammers, by by beggars, by like this is why people can get you because concrete. I'm we kind. Like, I'm yeah, kind. Like, I, I just can't help myself. <laughs> no. I'm like maybe she's really in that dark of a place. That's why she came back to social media. Like maybe she's just in that dark of a place um shout out to the classy creole she said um
2: she was in a she was very callous about her male patients private grievances so now she gets a taste of her own medicine and that's hard for um the empath to take on honey she don't want nobody to get no medicine honey she wants them to be able to show their ass and I mean, do flips and flip no. over your goddamn coffee table and t- call y'all kind of hoes and shit and then as soon as somebody call that bitch a hoe and she over there
0: crying don't call her that uh, y'all know y'all ain't right y'all know uh, she no. was just going through something right there. Uh. I be feeling bad for people like people you know i i really do because i you know what i'll be like well maybe they ain't mean it like they ain't necessarily maybe they ain't mean it like that maybe they maybe they ain't mean to pick up the gun and and pull the trigger and load the book like maybe they ain't mean. (laughs) maybe one of them step maybe they ain't you know yeah yeah but i don't have anything else uh, I, I do wish her the best i hope she gets healed but i don't think she should be practiced not in this state Hell
2: no she shouldn't be practicing
0: nothing if motherfucker can to go get a jump rope yeah jump a <laughs> practice a little double dutch there you Some, go mm-hmm
4: you know what chinese
0: practice- uh chinese jump rope is no girl what's that Baby, you ain't up on it. You probably don't know half the nursery rhymes. No, You
2: don't play with me. I probably know what Chinese <laughs> jump
1: rope is. I just
0: oh where jump they do those. jump, I'll jump side to side, jump on. Oh
1: and you anyways.
0: Y'all ever play like one
2: I was also a double dutch champion, but I <laughs> I couldn't
0: double dutch. One I always had the time. I oh. had to be. I had to turn. Oh, they make you turn, girl. <laughs> oh, not while your girl was flip, doing flipping by the rope side. You know, I had, had to a turn because I cannot champion. jump. Honey, when I say I used to jump that rope, baby. No, I couldn't, baby. Oh,
2: honey. I had double Dutch on lock, honey.
0: <sighs> but I could yeah. do Chinese, Chinese rope, for sure. For real. But I have nothing else, nothing further. We got something special coming on Sunday.
2: I hope you all around sister george was good at everything i was good at everything don't except for say. being being feminine tom- <laughs> no oh, so. nah, literally i was though <laughs> you know when you ugly you got to be good at every fucking thing no you <laughs> when you do you- no when i was younger,
0: so was you know? like a tomboy like
2: out getting dirty i could like, not just- i could listen I'm gonna tell you. So my grandma thought everybody was fucking fast and you that's fashion. That's mm-hmm. fashion. You need to cut your hair like, girl. She had cut my damn hair. I looked like goddamn Pollyanna, honey. I had like <gasps> two pigtails, and she cut my bang from here oh, no. all the way over here, mm-hmm. and so I would be the one with the goddamn bang and the little ponytails uh sticking out, and. Um, the little girls made too much fun of me, and I was tired of fighting their ass. And the boys was cool,
0: and so I kicked it with the boys. Baby, and, I had pr- thick, pretty hair like ponytails, but but guess what I did? Got a jerry curl. Oh no, nah, she she, <laughs> she she ain't
2: traumatized me like that. But <laughs> the way the way she cut that goddamn bang, baby, that bang that was traumatizing.
0: Country country mess got a jerry
2: girl concrete. i would pay good money to see it too
0: you, I, I, i'm not gonna do that to
2: myself i would pay good money to see it concrete. concrete oh lord the people will say the people will the people will pay pay good money to see their goddamn jerry girl that
0: was cruel why would my mama let me do that it really was my dad girl. Really was my daddy from alabama my dad is from alabama. oh that's like, the home country. of the jerry girl my- honey my daddy is country, is like they still country. They be like, huh? Like, they, like, my daddy, oh my god, like, you can't ha- hardly understand my, my dad and his sisters and his grand like, his mom and stuff. They country, 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 like, for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to have my bag on at night, have to put my bag on. <laughs> Let me stop telling y'all my business because maybe that was just not right. (laughs) Listen, listen, I was the first. Baby, baby, talking about CNG. That was cruel. <laughs> that was cruel to do to your it child. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, my granny did it me was not in. My granny did me the fuck in. They called you so glow creep, honey. I
0: heard <laughs> <you>. <laughs> it was cut in the style, but still, like, why would you put a Jerry curl did in you your have child? A did you have No, any? it was short on one side <laughs> on the other. <oven. laughs> I mean, you couldn't tell me nothing. When I used to go down to the tie family unions, baby, with my
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing. You know, you I be like, like look at had...
1: you look so cute with your curls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Baby, just wrong. It's all outdoors. <laughs> baby, shirt just greasy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you low down, goddamn <laughs> You low down. Hell no, concrete. That they, is not nice. Big <laughs> Lou, well, she had no business, baby. I was still cute. <laughs> still
2: cute Mm-mm-mm. well a shout out to everybody that came through yes. this was a good show um it was. Oh, don't come back here with that wretched ass internet honey i almost <sighs> I'm, like, I'm, like real
0: talk i have my uh macbook right here i'm literally it's it was one step that i needed to do that was gonna take me a few minutes i'm gonna oh swap
2: you should get you a uh what you call it so we can have like
0: matching macbooks I they got a case on it. I just oh, okay. don't be using it for. The, I just don't use it for the purpose of Stream Yards. And it was trying to make me download something. So, yeah.
2: Child, get your life together, concrete. I am Tired, baby. I'm up tired. I promise.
0: I promise. Sunday, I ain't coming back with this uh, HP, baby. We concrete, if
2: you because if you come and I'm just. I woman. promise.
0: I ain't coming. This HP, so old. it's like I'm not doing it. Mm-mm okay
2: well shout out to everybody who came through hit the like button on your way out appreciate everybody who super chatted yes. us um thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all y'all know we love y'all y'all get on my f- nerves course. but i love y'all to death and yes i'm um, for if, y'all. if y'all depressed um i'm gonna open up a mental health line one day i'm trying to get my life coaching shit, uh together I so i can life coach number. y'all yeah um I'm trying to get my life coaching shit so I could be a life coach and then y'all can come to me and then I'm going to cut y'all ass out anyway and then tell y'all what y'all need to do. And then y'all can pay me good money because y'all need one. For those
0: who are in need of the suicide prevention line, the number is 988. Very easy to remember, 988 is the suicide prevention line. So for those who are in need of the suicide prevention line, if you need it, if you need to pass it on to somebody else. It is 988. That's it.
2: There you go, concrete. There you go. Shoot. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great night. And we will see you guys back here on Sunday. We are out. Peace, family.